Like so many others, who you are is largely a result of your past. We have so many positive and not so positive experiences that we start to doubt ourselves and our place in this world. Let the healing process start now. Welcome to Shift Happens with Karin Weary, Ida Serena Lee, and Jessica Durrell. When you start to focus on healing from the inside out, you'll learn so much more about your own health, your well-being, and your state of mind. Once you've started on that, the rest gets a little bit easier every day. Now, here is your host, Karin Weary, and this week's co-host... Hello, everybody. When shift happens, we, I am Karen Weary, and we are here today to talk about matters of the heart because it is February. We are a couple of days away from what we in the U.S. celebrate as Valentine's Day, and I like to say it really is Valentine's Day every day. Um, and we are going to be talking about how, truly how uh, the heart and the, the, our emotions and our physical health, it's all interconnected. One affects the other, and really, it's a lot more of the emotions that affect the physical health. And with me today, I have our very own biohacking queen, <laughs> Ida Serena Lee. Hi, ladies and gentlemen. How are you doing today? Ready to make shift happen in your heart health? I hope you do, because I have everything that you need in order for you to come to be able to do and commit yourself to do that change that you need for your uh, heart. Yeah. And we, uh, the first thing I want to say, because this is the heart month, I want to say one of my biggest moments where I felt the most amount of love. And I don't know, as you as a mother probably experienced the same thing I mean, but when I saw my babies for the first time mm. and gave birth, that was like, you know, that was love at first sight. Of course, yeah. that you love the child before when they're in your, in your belly, you know, but the moment that you see their face and you hold it for the first time, yeah. Oh my God, that's that's the kind of love that is unconditional. It doesn't matter. It doesn't it break boundaries. It's, it's all-consuming kind of love. I don't know if you you feel the same when you had your son. Uh, well, you know, it's funny because when I had him, I was I just felt so surreal. It was kind of looking at him like, "Who are you?" Like I I didn't know who he was. So for me, it was something that has built over time as I got to know him. And but for sure. Mama Bear comes out. And I was actually reading something really interesting that I did not know recently about how um, as when we become moms, literally our brain changes, parts of the brain grow and uh, so that we become hyper-focused on taking care of this child. And I, that was for darn sure with me. <laughs> I felt the same way. And mm. both, both times was the same, the same thing. And let me tell you what my first daughter uh, I gave birth and I fainted at birth and I was having issues with my blood pressure because uh, I was having eclampsia. So I didn't get to see her until the next day. Oh gosh. Wow. Then, yeah. I didn't get to see her the next day, but it was the same thing that when I first saw her, you know, it, it was love at the first sight. And when yeah. my son, you know, we were having the issue that we didn't know he was going to be fine because they had to remove him out of my uh, womb at 31 weeks. Wow. Because I was already Scary. older, 36, and my blood pressure was also having uh, issues. And they did an emergency C-section to take him out. They have all kinds of doctors in the um, in the room, you know, to make sure that he can breathe, that the heart's working. They thought that he was not going to cry or anything. He was only 2.4 pounds. But when wow. he came out, he came out screaming. Oh. <laughs> and screaming to the top of the... And until today's date, actually tomorrow he'll be 16. Yeah. He's still screaming. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's so funny how the personality comes out right away, huh? Yes, I mean it was. Oh, what kind of? I'm telling you, mother. Yeah, that's like the best love, I think. There, you know, there are just times, and I've been reading so much uh, recently, especially about the heart-brain coherence of being in that state of appreciation, just being in the state of appreciation, and how that in and of itself brings uh, the blood pressure on heart rate variants into this beautiful sine wave that it's all in one place rather than this erratic, you know, wave that jaggy, jaggery thing that goes up all uh, and down and all over the place, which is uh, something that puts us in this space where our body has a hard time doing functioning at its peak. Yes, I think love have a rhythm. In, oh, yeah. And it brings a rhythm into your heart. And when you're having issues with the love around you, 
and when relationships are on you, that's when it brings, it breaks down that rhythm. Yeah. And it breaks down the rhythm of your physical heart as well as your thoughts. Yes. You know? So mm-hmm. it is very important to take care of the, of the relationship around ourselves because that's what builds up the way that you see love mm-hmm. around you and also uh, will affect your heart and your yes. mind. Because it's the mind and heart is a connection. Absolutely. For example, when they, when they talk about, it, about your heart in, your, in the Bible, they're talking about your mind. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, the, it's one. You just have your physical one and then you have your spiritual heart. Yeah, and they there is research that shows that there's actually more uh, information going from the heart to the brain than the other way around, and the bio f- energy field that uh, that is uh, that comes from the heart is a hundred times more powerful than the one coming from the brain. So we're that talking is very about- very true. Yeah. So when we're talking about relationships, you know, there are mm-hmm. things that we need to look out to know that we are having a healthy. Uh, you know, spiritual heart and emotions. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know how to identify toxic relationships in your life? Mm-hmm. So I created a list of the things that you need to look out when you having a relationship that you that might be a toxic relationship that that will create stress. You know, unbalance on yourself, your um, unbalance in your emotions, and then because of the unbalance on the emotions, that's going to bring inflammation and unrest into your body, creating then issues into your actual physical heart. Yeah. So some of the things that you need to uh, look around uh, about the people that is around you to see if there's a toxic relationship or not. The first thing is, 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 uh, is let's say when you come to a person and you're talking to them about your problems, it all becomes about them. It's like they switch. You're trying to tell them something that you're going through, mm-hmm. but it, it all always changes all about them, yeah. all the time about them. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you, what, where you start your conversation, everything is all about them. Have you ever had that experience? Yes, yes, and it gets old real quick. Yes. What about <laughs> the the ones that all take, all take, no give? Yeah. It's always help me, help me, give me this, yeah, and, you know, take this from you. You're always giving, 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 but no, the positive are coming to your way. Yeah. You know, yeah. and now I understand that you don't give waiting for you to receive. But at some point, you know, like, like, for example, you know, if you have been helping this person very, very much and then you need something from that person. I remember when I was a single mother, I had a roommate for a period of time and I, I had a babysitter for my daughter. I was a single mom and I have a babysitter for my daughter, but the babysitter's daughter was in the hospital. So mm. my babysitter couldn't babysit. So for the first time, I asked my roommate if he could babysit my daughter was two years old at the time. Mm-hmm. If she couldn't babysit my daughter, she already been living with me for about three months. The first month she paid rent and then she lost her job and she had a she haven't paid rent. Yeah. So I'm saying to her, you know, at least, you know, babysit my daughter for that one day. Right. And she answered me, well, I don't feel like babysitting today. Oh, okay. Well, okay. isn't that nice? Exactly. And as, <laughs> nice as, you, as, as nice as you said it, I said, well, well, I don't feel like you living here today. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that was the right answer. I think that was the was perfect a- answer. But, you know, that, there's people like that. They're always yeah. taking, 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 not giving. Yeah. What about the people that every single time you talk to them, you feel drained? It's like they yeah. drain all your energy. You feel heavy. It's like you did a workout whenever you were yeah. talking with that person. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like annoying. They're draining you. They take all the energy, all your intelligence, all your uh, advices that you can ever give, everything. They just take, take, take. Yeah. What about lack of trust? Oh, that's a big one. Especially the closer that person is, you Ooh, know. You have lack of trust. Intimate relationship, yeah. There's nothing, yeah. nothing else that not trusting. I think that every relationship basis, besides love, is trust. Yes. And if you don't have trust, it's hard to have the love. And and trust requires safety, feeling safe, which means that you, and we talked about that last week, mm-hmm. you know, about how you create safety by being kind and, um, you know, allowing a person to express themselves. Exactly. What about those that have, that give you an, a hostile atmosphere? Everything is an argument. Everything mm-hmm. is, a, is a discussion, a, a back and forth. And it's time. your fault. It's and your it's fault. Your, oh, it's never the fault. <laughs> no. Never. No. Never the fault. You know, yeah. never the fault. Uh, what about the ones that are constantly judging you? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't like those earrings you're wearing. 
I, girl, you need to do something to your hair. That hair doesn't look good to you. <laughs> oh, I mean, they always have something negative to say uh -huh. about yourself. Always criticizing you, you know, no matter what you do. Yeah. Mm -mm. They're always criticizing. There's nothing that you can do that is good. I don't have those people in my life. Mm -mm. The way that I see it is that you take the criticism depending on the person that comes in. It. If it is a person like you, that I know that you are an upstanding citizen, that you're a good friend, that you're a co-worker, that you want the best for me, if you do a criticism to me, a very, you know, like, uh, we love, you will yeah. do it with love, and tell me either you better say this or, you know, uh, you pronounce this word this way or you next time don't wear this, wear that for the show, then I know you're coming from a, a good perspective, you know? Yeah. People that just criticize it because they don't have nothing, you know, they 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 need to feel better and they feel better when they put somebody down. Exactly. You know, and, and that uh, alternate way that is a positive way is you can come to somebody with a solution already. It's like, you know what, this, this, I think if you do this here, that will make you look so much better or that will, you'll come across this way or, you know, and so it'll enhance this feature of you because you're, you're pulling out the positive still. Mm -hmm. What about people that are unreliable? Mm -hmm. especially if they're your employees or your assistants or your or partners in business, even yeah. your husband, if he's unreliable, you know, yeah. your wife is unreliable. You cannot count with them or nothing. Well, that goes yeah. back to trust. You know, they say mm -hmm. they're going to do something and then they don't do it. And um, yeah, that's a problem. What about nonstop narcissism? Mm -hmm. That's a, that's a big one. Yeah. Those, those people that are very narcissistic, they, they become abusive. Yeah. That's another one. Lack of support. They don't support anything that you do. Yeah. Especially if it's your spouse. Yeah. You know, they're supposed to be there and, and know your dreams and your desires and your purpose and be able to support it. Mm -hmm. You know, support everything that you're doing. If it is a good friend, that friend wants the best for you. So they're supposed to be supporting you when you're doing something that is going to be towards your goals, to fulfilling your goals. They're supposed to be uh, uh, supportive. What about and toxic communication? Mm-hmm. That all they do is curse and, and scream and, and, you know, I can stand people that every three words is the F word. Right. I, I cannot, I cannot work with that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's the thing is that again, words are powerful and, and they have a meaning. And so when people, they, they blow things off, like, Oh, it, it, that's just words or, you know, my, actually my, my son tries to do that with me that, you know, Oh, it, it's not a big deal. It's just words. And Oh, you're, you're so sensitive. It's like, no, 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 no words mean a lot. You can feel it. You can feel. And I go a lot by how does this feel? How does this feel? How does this feel? Because that is our, uh, our inner wisdom. And words cannot be taken back. Once you take no. what you say them, a word can break you or make you. You can say the right thing to somebody and destroy their life forever and say the right thing. Yep. That's why, and I know I call the Bible a lot, but the Bible said that the, 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 the fruit of life and death is in the tongue. And the words that we speak. See, what happens is those, those abusive negative words, they start record, you know, it's like they've been recorded in your head and now you don't need that other person to say it anymore because you got it playing already. That's why they become your clients. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And then what about people that have uncontrolling behavior? Uncontrolling behavior like jealousy, for example, mm. they're always jealous or resentment. They will resent everything that you do or everything that you have. Yeah. You know? That's yeah. another way. Or they are disrespectful all the time. Instead of calling you by your name, they call you something. And all, like the new one that they have is that, hey, B, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Instead of calling you Karen, Ida, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. I don't know why the girls uh, allow that to happen. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't know. <laughs> what about this honesty? Mm -hmm. That they lie to you all the time. Right. Whether that is a, you know, a spouse or a friend. Yep. You know, what about you as a friend? Let's go out to this day. Let's go and have a girl night out, you know, and then, and they tell you, oh, no, I can't because, and then you go out and you see them someplace else. Yeah. Uh -huh. That happens. That happens. Yeah. What yeah. about negative financial, you know, negative financial? That means the, the person that never have money. Every single mm -hmm. time you go out, let's say a girlfriend, every single time they go out, they never, ever, ever have money. Uh -huh. So you pay for them? And you always have to pay for them. Or they're uh, always borrowing money from you, never pay uh, you back. Yeah. You know? Yeah, the, 
that that's a problem, then you know they don't they they can't afford to go out then. Yes. Oh, people that you feel that you have to walk in eggshells, that you don't know what to say, that you need to be so it is a stressful because you don't know what to say mm-hmm. on how to act. Yeah. You know, because you don't know if you say something wrong, they're gonna uh, explode like a bomb. Yeah. You know, and you're like so careful. That's yeah. very, very, very stressful. It it is, yeah. And it carries on. This is the thing: is that it carries on into uh, if you don't resolve it, because then people they start expecting this from other people, and this is just how relationships are. It's like no, 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 no. There is a way to learn from this and create new kinds of relationships moving forward. And the last one, ignoring your needs. Mm. Ignoring. You see, a relationship is something that is a, is a give and take situation. Yeah. It cannot be all given on one side and not in the other one. If they ignore your needs completely, they're, they're mm-hmm. not really a good relationship. That becomes a toxic relationship. Yeah. Yeah. We, we just need to learn, you know, that there's people that come, people are like a tree. They come into your life in different situations. There's people that are like lives, that they come into your life for you to learn something from them or to take something from you, and mm-hmm. they're gone. And mm-hmm. then you have the people that are from the like branches, that they're there for a while, you know, they change something in your life or you change something in their life. And when things get a little tough, they break. Yep. But then you have people like roots. Those are the ones that are there for you no matter what. Even when all the lids and all the branches are gone and the tree is almost dying, mm-hmm. that you're going to the toughest of your life. Those are the people that are there for you no matter what. Those are your, your roots. That's the kind of people that you want in your life to strengthen your heart. Yeah. Yeah, and and this this is the thing. This is where also we love is so powerful that you know, we see couples sometimes who've been together for a long time that when one dies shortly after, many times within a year, the other one dies too, and that literally is that they have died of a heart a heart a heartbreak heartache. You know, mm-hmm. people think that that doesn't exist, but it does. Oh. Oh, it does, for sure, for sure. And we are getting ready to move into a couple of messages. Now, uh, one of the things that I do is that I help people with their emotional side of their life. And if you are interested in uh, having a uh, you know 30-minute discovery meeting with me, I do so also online. You can reach me at insightscounselingcenter.com. That is my website. And... Um, yeah, so we are going to roll into some messages, and then Ida and I will be back. We are going to talk more about both, both nutrition and other matters of the heart. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Insight's Dramatic Weight Loss Coaching Program is a transformational program healing you from the inside out so you can finally achieve your healthy weight for good by resolving the underlying reason why you've been holding on to the weight. The program features nine transformational individual sessions. You'll rebuild gut health and reduce inflammation. It's not a diet. Instead, you'll learn how to make peace with food and develop clean eating as a lifestyle. Visit InsightsCounselingCenter.com to find out more. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health and Wellness. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. 
Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. listening to Shift Happens with Karin Weary. Do you have a question or comment about today's program? If so, we'd love to hear from you. Call in to the live show at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to karinw at insightscounselingcenter.com. Remember that Karin is spelled K-A-R-I-N. Now, back to Shift Happens. We are making lots of shifts happen here, and you, you can't tell, but on our end, we have our engineer here. Uh, he's just typing and dancing. If you've ever seen a typed out dance, you, you should see it. It's hilarious. <laughs> we love to rock out here on Shift Happens, and today we are talking about matters of the heart because it is February, it is Heart Health Month, and in the U.S. at least, we celebrate Valentine's Day, and my co-host today is Ida Serena Lee, who is our biohacking queen. That is my new name for her. <laughs> <laughs> so in the first section, segment, we were talking about toxic relationships versus healthy relationships. How do you recognize toxic relationships? And that is super key because when we recognize those things, those flags, we can go ahead and nip it in the bud and not step any closer. Because the thing is that we have... We can move people back and forth closer or further away from us at any time, whether they're biological family or whether they're friends. So when people, they earn, it's an earned to be close. And yeah, privilege, a privilege. I like how you say that. Mm -hmm. And so that can be moved back and forth. So I was telling, we were in the break, we were just talking about, you know, different people who are healthy, who who are toxic. And so, and one of the things that I recommend when people have toxic family or friends or whoever, that you can't move them out just because they're biological family doesn't mean that you are forced to have them close and, and, I then I remind people it doesn't have to be forever. It's all dependent on the family member or the person because when they choose to start be re, being respectful and and recognize your boundaries and respect that, then you can certainly move them closer and closer. But it's earned. And the thing is that make sure that they know what are your boundaries. Yes. Because you cannot expect them to change if you are not making, you know, have given them the statement of what is that you don't like. You know, I don't, so-and-so, I don't like when you do this and this and that. I will please, and you know, stop doing that so that I can, and if they do the change, you know, it's like if they change from a leaf to a branch and to a branch to a root, that, that's possible. But when yeah. they decide to be a leaf and not change, let them fall. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then sweep it away, you know, let it go with a garbage truck. <laughs> exactly, exactly. That doesn't mean that it's in, they're in a time of need and you're able to help, you know, that you will help them, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you're able to. But when they are, you know, too toxic, then you need to make that, that you know, that, that change, that, that, that space. And then remember to give from your overflow. This is the piece that many people, they, they uh, don't they're not taught we're not taught this part you know that we have to always fill our own cup this is a, a quote from lisa nichols that i absolutely adore and i love and i quote it as often as i can because we have to fill our own cup all the time to the point that there is overflow and the overflow is that from which we can give because we have it extra and it feels good to give it and we are not going to suffer and that's a beautiful way of also modeling healthy behavior by loving ourselves so much that we have so much to give Exactly. So now we're going to talk about our physical hurt, uh, heart. Look, I mean, hurt. <laughs> well, if you don't treat it well, it's going to hurt. Yes, but it will. The heart. <laughs> we're going okay. to live on our hearts. Do you know that the, the cost of heart disease in America is $92.7 billion? God, it's amazing. In America. Okay. What we could do with that money? Oh. Change right? education, ah. bring more housing to the homeless, oh maybe have, 
something better for the you know the the, the our health solar panels oh and, yeah oh, electricity and all that good stuff it would be mm. so much to do but that's how much they said that according to american according to the american heart association there are 164 million americans uh, which contribute to 46% of adults that have heart disease and high blood pressure yeah and guess what that comes from our diet and lifestyle <laughs> 100% just about. yes yeah. you know that most of the heart diseases that there are out there they come from our lifestyle let me yeah. tell you what kind of heart diseases we have we have coronary artery disease that those are uh, diseases that are uh, in the uh, arteries that feed the heart mm. okay we have heart valve disease that's when there is a fun- malfunction in the tricuspid valve or the menstrual valve those are the valves that are between the chambers the mm. heart has four chambers two atrium and two ventricle and then there's valves that keep the blood from going backwards mm. so when there is a dysfunction in those valves that's called heart valve disease then mm. we have arrhythmias arrhythmia have to do with uh, uh, with the rhythm of the heart you have to do with electricity that goes around the heart and the heartbeat and the rhythm you can be having a skipping or you doing uh, your heart going too fast that would be like a uh, uh, tachycardia or going too low bradycardia you know that kind of uh, situation then you have heart failure that's when your heart is not pumping enough it's not working enough usually caused by having a, a lifetime of high blood pressure that's the main reason why you can get heart failure or diabetes yeah okay? and and then you can have heart heart muscle problem the heart muscle problem is when the heart uh muscle they either they either uh get thickened and that also caused by the high blood pressure because uh, the heart is a muscle and the same way you work you work a muscle you know to get it big and you pumping and pumping you know with your with your uh weights to get mm-hmm. the muscle big then mm-hmm. the blood pressure is pumping and pumping that muscle mm-hmm. so it get bigger and thicker and thicker and thicker and then heart failure sets in yeah so and those all those diseases that i mentioned to you they are because of our lifestyle yeah okay and then we have congenital heart disease that the only heart disease that you're born with when you are born with a actual defect on your heart when mm-hmm. it can be a, a, a valve defect an arrhythmia defect any any uh, kind of defect in your heart that you're born with those are congenital heart disease yeah and and guess what what brings on a lot of the high blood pressure stress <laughs> yes a lot of stress you yes. think that things that that uh, increase will increase your your blood pressure as well as your uh um uh, incident of heart disease will be smoking. Mm. Okay? Uh alcohol, lack of exercise, being overweight, having high cholesterol, ultraglycerides, diabetes, high blood pressure, a stress, and in the cellular level, oxidative stress. Mhm. Those are the things that may cause your heart disease. Yeah. Okay. And we need to avoid as much as you can all of those things. Okay. And then the things that we have to uh uh watch for first is what are the symptoms of a heart attack? That's the, the main thing that you what are the symptoms of a heart attack and what are the symptoms of the stroke because a stroke is also a heart disease because mm-hmm. uh, uh the heart is part of the cardiovascular system. The cardiovascular system is made out of the heart, the veins, the arteries, the venules and the capillaries. Mm-hmm. But the job of the heart is to pump the oxygenated blood to all over the 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 body so the body can get all the nutrients that is in the blood and the oxygen so all the other organs can work right. Mm-hmm. So the veins take the the blood that is already been used in your in your organs back to the heart and the artery bring the blood that is already oxygenated back to the body. Mm-hmm. So that's the the work. Right. So when you having a heart attack or you think you having a heart attack the symptoms that you need to look for are either is shortness of breath fatigue weakness chest palpitation chest pain chest discomfort tightness heaviness like you feel like a rock just is 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 in uh creating pressure in your heart cold sweats dizziness lightheadedness uh your heart rate is either too low or too high left arm pain and numbness now if you're a woman you can have the numbness and pain in both arms okay you can also have pain in the jaw in the neck and in the upper back mm. okay if you uh, and also uh, upset stomach some people get nausea 
Mm-hmm. Some people vomit. Mm-hmm. So if you have any of those symptoms, 911 right away. Yeah. Don't don't uh, feel like uh, you're going to, oh, maybe it was a heartburn. Doesn't matter. I'd rather you go to the hospital, be safe, and mm-hmm. let them tell you it's heartburn, that you don't go, and then you suffer a heart attack. Because when you suffer a heart attack, a part of your heart is dying. Mm-hmm. You know, part of the tissue of the heart is damaged. And then you're going to have more complications as the, uh, after that. And the incident for you to, the risk for you to have a second heart attack is bigger. Yeah. So the, as soon as you feel symptoms, don't hesitate. Call 911 right away. Yeah. Right away. I can't tell you how many people that I talk with who uh, think that they're having a heart attack and it's anxiety or a panic attack. So they can feel very similar. Yes. 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 Uh, anxiety attack feels similar and also heartburn can feel similar. Mm-hmm. But I'd rather, like I said, go and let them tell you it's an it's a anxiety attack and give you the proper treatment for it and go and let them uh, give you the proper treatment if it is heartburn. And then you will you won't risk yourself having a heart attack and not knowing and causing damage. Do you know that there's people that have suffered heart attack and do not know they never went to the doctor? Yeah. And when they do an EKG, yeah, that is to measure the rhythm of the heart. They can mm. you can uh, uh, they can see a past heart attack. Mm, wow, uh, that's and, and in the area that happened and everything in an EKG. Yeah. Ah, that's amazing. So it is a surprise for people that say, oh, I've never had a heart attack. You probably had a pain that you went like this and maybe last than a minute or two minutes and then you let it go. And, yeah. and, and, and it was maybe a small heart attack and you had it and you didn't know. And, you know, one of the things that they'll do is to, if it's anxiety or a panic attack, they'll give you medication. Now, here's the thing, though, that that medication is really not doing what you need in order to not have anxiety anymore. There are a million things that you can do that's not medication related that will get you to this place of learning how to deal. Because anxiety is really just normal uh, dealing with life. You know, and the thing on control anxiety will cause your heart attack. Yes. If, so or, you have to learn. Disease. So you, you have, have to, to learn. Mm-hmm. Yes. Medication is not going to do it. No. No. <laughs> no that medication is going to cause other problems. Exactly. Side effects and other problems. So you, you want to be able to know how to control your anxiety and uh, figure out what are the triggers. Yes. So that you can eliminate those triggers for the anxiety. Okay. Another thing that you need to know is the symptoms for the stroke. There's an acronym called FAST. The first thing that you see, when you, if you think that somebody having a stroke, the first thing you want to see, you want to look at their face. Mm-hmm. Is one of the side of their face look droopy? Okay, so okay. what you ask them to do is like you look at the eyes, at the eye asymmetry, and then you tell them to smile. And you mm-hmm. want both sides of the smile to be the same. If you see okay. one side uh, droopy than the other one, there's something going on. Okay. The next is the arm. You're going to uh, tell them to squeeze both of your arms. Okay. And if you, you see that one of the arms is squeezed harder than the other one, and there's yep. a, 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 a very significant weakness, there might be something going on. And they're having blurry vision. Mm. Okay? That's something. And also, you ask them to tell you a sentence. And if right. they have slur speech, right. then immediately call 911. Because if you catch a, a, a stroke at time, they can reverse it. Okay. They have this... Uh, uh, liquid, I forgot the, the medication that they put and that they can reverse it. Okay. And and also, the sooner you go and get treatment, the less is the... the damage. The damage. I yeah. I have suffered a major stroke myself. Wow. And and, and I can tell you that being on time on the, on the hospital was the best thing I ever did. Yeah. That, you know, that they did it to me. It, the good thing good. I was in the doctor's office when it happened, so oh. that saved my life. How appropriate. <laughs> appropriate. Yeah, it's very appropriate. So what are the main causes of heart disease? The main cause of heart disease is stress, oxidative stress, and inflammation. If you yep. can control all those three things, chronic inflammation, oxidative stress, and the regular life, daily life stress, you'll be able to control everything else that it has to do with your heart disease. Mm-hmm. So it's essential for us to eat right. It is essential for us to exercise every day cardiovascular mm-hmm. exercise, like we were talking mm-hmm. before, at least if you don't do anything, do 10,000 steps every day. Yeah. That means that from the mo- minute that you wake up and your feet touch the floor, you start counting your steps. So when you park at work, park in the last one. If you need to, instead of taking the elevator, take the stairs. If you want to go to Walmart, go and park in the last spot. 
you know, and let's say you go into the food area and the food area is in the left, park in the last spot in your right. So you have to walk all that over to the aisles that you need to go. And even if it's an escalator, you can still walk the steps up the escalator. It's exactly. going to go a little quicker. <laughs> the thing is that you're moving through the whole day. If you are work and you're working in the computer, make sure that every hour on the hour you walk, you stand up out of that chair and do a, like a two-minute walk and come back. If you're in the office, instead of call, uh, uh, calling your coworker in the phone or in the intercom, walk to their office to tell them what they have to do. That way you can get your 10000 At the end of the day when you get home, if you haven't finished your 10000 when you go and look at your pedometer and you haven't done the whole 10,000, walk around the sofa, go around the block, uh, book a couple of songs and dance it out until you make your 10,000. If you have a dog, take the dog out for a walk rather than just letting them out in the backyard. The dog will love it and you will love it and you might make some new friends. <laughs> exactly. Now, if you can go to the gym and do your exercise every day, it's even better. Make sure that you do some cardiovascular exercise essential and also to do some weight, you know, weight training. So uh, strengthening exercise, which is good for good. for your uh, muscles. Yeah, and good for your bone density as well. Uh, exactly. And that will help you. But make sure that you don't smoke, okay? Make sure that you have a lower consumption of sugar mm. because sugar is going to bring diabetes, and diabetes is the main reason of heart diseases. Yeah. So you want to cut out sugar as much as you can. Make sure you drink plenty of water, plenty of water okay make sure that you eating healthy fats not sat you know no unhealthy saturday fat like vegetable oil or or uh, you know pork uh bacon all those th- those are bats fat the uh, the healthy fats are olive oil uh, avocado, avocado oil coconut oil mct oils those are the healthy uh, fats okay yeah. Yeah. so we got one more minute and in the next in the next section we're going to give you some more tips on how for you to lower your risk of heart disease. Okay? Uh, That sounds amazing because this is a lot of really good stuff because it's not just the physical stuff. It's nutrition. It's lifestyle. It's how do you deal with life? How do you perceive life? And uh, that makes a world of difference. And let me tell you what. So if you are in a place where you want to explore some of what's going on and it does not take very much time at all, now I can work with people in three to six sessions and completely change their lifestyle around. Um, go reach out to uh, insightscounselingcenter.com and uh, at the very end, Ido is going to tell you with you how you can reach her. Yes, yes, I will. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Insight's Dramatic Weight Loss Coaching Program is a transformational program healing you from the inside out so you can finally achieve your healthy weight for good by resolving the underlying reason why you've been holding on to the weight. The program features nine transformational individual sessions. You'll rebuild gut health and reduce inflammation. It's not a diet. Instead, you'll learn how to make peace with food and develop clean eating as a lifestyle. Visit InsightsCounselingCenter.com to find out more. your health where you think it should be if you're like most people the answer is probably not where can you get the answers you need to get on the right track the answers start on occupy health each week host dr susan downs and her guest experts will answer your questions as well as prepare you for questions you'll want to ask your health provider you'll want to plan for your optimal health with occupy health listen fridays at 11 a.m pacific time 2 p.m eastern time on voice america health and wellness How much health and wellness information have you been exposed to today? Listen to Prescription for Success with Dr. Emil Haldi. Healing and empowerment start from within, but it also takes the best knowledge and advice. That's what you'll find here. Dr. Haldi and his guests will help you make the right life-enhancing decisions for well-being success. Tune in live every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel for Prescription for Success. 
Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. listening to Shift Happens with Karin Weary. Do you have a question or comment about today's program? If so, we'd love to hear from you. Call in to the live show at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to karinw at insightscounselingcenter.com. Remember that Karin is spelled K-A-R-I-N. Now, back to Shift Happens. Hello there, everyone, and thank you for tuning back in. And if you are just tuning in now, we are talking about matters of the heart because it is February. We are a couple of days away from what we in the U.S. celebrate as Valentine's Day. And my beautiful co-host, Ida Serena Lee, who is appropriately all in red, red lipstick, red earrings, red dress, red hair. I have red hair, so for me, like I said, Valentine's Day is Every day. So, <laughs> so, Aida, we are talking about more tips on how can we keep our heart healthy. Well, the first thing is that knowing if you are at risk. Mm. Okay, so how do you know that if you are at risk of a heart disease? If, if you need to see signs of inflammation. What are the signs of inflammation in your body? And we call that, that, that signs of inflammation metabolic syndrome. So the first thing that you want to... Check if you're having any joint pains, any pains in your body. If you're having constant pain, that means a sign of inflammation. If you suffer of allergies, constant allergies, besides the, you know, the pollen, you know, when the pollen comes in, that, that's normal. But if you're having all through the whole year, you always suffer of some type of allergies, that's some type of inflammation. If you have high blood pressure, that means that your blood pressure is more higher than 140 over 90. That's high blood pressure. If you have uh, uh, blood pressure that's 130 over 80 and higher, that is moderate. The normal is 120 over 80. You want to have 120 over 80. If you have above that, 120 over 80, you need to start checking out on your blood pressure. Okay? If you have a sugar that is in your fasting blood sugar is higher than 110, you have to be checking your, your sugar. The normal sugar is until 100. If you already ate something and you took your sugar until 110, but if you have more than 110 uh, after you ate, that means that something's going on with your sugar. And if you have more than 100 when you're fasting, that means that you have something's going on with your sugar. You need to control your sugar. Mm. Also, they, they do a test that you can ask your doctor to do every, every year. That is the hemoglobin A1C. That's a test that tells you how the sugar has been in the last three months. So if the normal is to have less than 5.9. Hmm. But if you have anywhere from 5.9 to 6.4, you have pre-diabetes. That means that you have to control your diet and your sugar consumption. If you have 6.5 or more, you're diabetic. Okay? That's hmm. another thing. If you are constantly lethargic and constantly, uh, constantly fatigued, that's another sign of inflammation. Okay? And then tests that you can request to the doctor to make sure that how your inflammation levels are doing, you can uh, do a test called the C-reactive protein, and that test will tell you about the inflammation. Set rate, that also will tell you about inflammation. And levels of homocysteine also will tell you about inflammation. Things that you have to eliminate completely to make sure you control the inflammation is alcohol and cigarettes and sugar. You have to eliminate them completely. Hmm. Also, if you measure your waist, and if you're a woman, you have more than 35 inches in your waist, you have to, you know, lose some weight, and that's another high risk for it. If you have more than 40 inches, if you're a man, that's also a high risk mm. for heart disease. So that's all the things that you need to do in order for you to keep your heart healthy. And is that because it's uh, the gut, you know, um, fat and in the gut is more Visceral dangerous? Visceral fat is the worst. Yes, because yeah. it's around, you get the brown fat around your organs, right? Yes, that, that's the problem, that you get the fat around your organs, yeah. and then that compress your organs. 
and then it won't be able to work right. Also, when you have that fat inside your veins, for example, and then you have a stress and that uh, uh, fat oxidized because the, the bad thing is not having high cholesterol. It's the fact that the cholesterol oxidizes inside your arteries, creating plaques that stick into the wall. And then when your blood pressure is high and they continue to pressure there, and one day they can stick no longer and then break a piece of it, break, and that can cause the heart attack. Hmm. You see? Yeah. So that's yeah. the reason why it's important for you to, to check on your diet and check your, your uh, inflammation markers so that you can lower your inflammation by having an anti-inflammatory diet. That means a diet full of veggies and full of uh, uh, fruits, actually, they have proved that a vegetarian or vegan diet is the best kind of diet for heart disease. Mm-hmm. And if you don't do, if you, if you want to be a carnivore, you don't want to eat meat, then a Mediterranean diet is the best diet for heart disease if you are carnivore. And if you're not, then the vegetarian or vegan. One of the things that we knew is that stress, not being able to manage our stress is something that also causes the inflammation, long-term stress, because our body's not supposed to be in that long-term stress. Yoga is, for example, another thing that is great for reducing stress levels and, um, and meditation and just simple breathing are some very simple, I like simple, simple works wonders. You know, another thing that also will help you prevent heart disease is coming prepared to the doctor. Because mm-hmm. the thing is that some of the medications, for example, for high blood pressure, when taken a long term, can damage your heart. Yeah. The same thing goes with some of the medications for diabetes. So if you come prepared to the doctor, so the doctor doesn't need to add any more medication, mm-hmm. you know, that also will help you prevent heart disease. And if you can even do some of these, apply some of these things that we talk about here on Shift Happens, making shift happen in your body and your mind and your (laughs) money pocket, then you can hopefully even avoid ever getting on those medications. That's my number one goal for sure. So make sure that, for example, you don't eat any, any, any uh, carbonate, you don't drink any carbonated drinks. You don't eat any refined sugars. That means that no cookies, candies, all those stuff. There's healthy versions of all that. Okay, lower your carb intake also, so you, that way you can lower uh, your sugar. Stop so, uh, eating processed food. Mm-hmm. If you have, if you pick up a food that have ingredients that you cannot list, or whatever it is, let's say that they, they're supposed to be rice and garlic, and when you go to the ingredient list, you have a whole bunch of things, and then rice and garlic is number seven and eight, then you have a little bit of rice and garlic and a whole bunch of all this stuff. You yeah. don't want to have that either. Try to do grocery shopping in the peripheral of your grocery store. Try to eliminate also your uh, uh, daily food because daily food has a lot of uh, lactose, which is a sugar. Also, uh, uh, increase the, the uh, phlegm, which increase inflammation oh. in, your, in your system, in the dairy. cellular level. Okay. Dairy. Yeah. And so you want mm-hmm. to eliminate uh, dairy food as well. Okay, and you want to eliminate everything that is artificial. So no GMOs, okay, Mm. no no artificial sugars, no artificial colors. Artificial colors, for example, they are being connected to HDDD and uh, and to autism. Okay, so imagine Mm. if you're already hyper as it is, and then you're taking that, you make more hyper. That means that you might have more anxiety. You know, let's say you suffer already OCD, and then you have all these colors, and that's going to bring anxiety. That's going to bring a risk to your heart. Yeah. So you want to eliminate that kind of stuff. Things that you want to add into your diet. You want to add things like turmeric and ginger and cinnamon because they're all antioxidants and anti-inflammatory. Mm. You want to add green tea. You even want to add coffee. Coffee in in moderate in a moderate uh, amount because caffeine can um, uh, 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 increase your heart rate a little bit. But in moderate, it will be also good uh, for you. And Especially black. if it's organic and and shade grown. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, now, if you suffer high blood pressure already, then cut down in the coffee. But if you don't, then you can have the coffee. Make sure that you have a lot of veggies, all type of colors, especially greens, because they're going to help you. And then make sure that you keep an alkaline uh, uh, body. Remember that acidity in your body will increase inflammation. Mm. So you want to keep it alkaline by drinking alkaline water. Now you can buy cheap at Aldi. Mm-hmm. You know, the alkaline water uh, or either uh, mountain water, you know, spring water. That is a, a good uh, clean water. And then you want to make sure you have a lot of greens. You want to add things like spirulina. You want to add things like moringa and um, uh, a lot of, uh, of, of berries because berries are high in antioxidants. 
So they will decrease your your immune system. Yeah. Um, I mean, will increase your immune system and will decrease the free radicals. Yeah. Or cause the oxidative stress. Dark colors. That kind of stuff. You want to also make sure that you have your good vitamin D3, that you're taking fish oil, omega-3 oils, okay? And that you're taking magnesium that is also very essential for the heart. And, and, And depression also can help with that. Yes, yes. Yes. And if you want to even learn more and if you feel that you are at risk and you want to take control of your heart, you can contact me in my uh, website is www.rxforeverhealth.com. Okay. Or you can either find me in Facebook at www.facebook.com backslash rxforeverlastinghealth. My name is Ida and I'm here to help you control, prevent, and even reverse any chronic disease, including heart disease. And the beautiful thing is that we have the power to do so, and that is what we are here on Shift Happens all about is empowering you to tap into your unlimited superpowers because we truly do have superpowers. Let's just think about it. They have to include the placebo effect in all uh, research that they do on medication. That means that it is so powerful and that means that when we can start to tap into this this is why I do the things that I do this is why I talk about the heart brain cohesion this is why I talk about stepping into appreciation this is why I talk about breathing all these simple things that we can do and Ida talks about the food and how to be prepared to go to the doctors so because we want you to be the best that you that you can be because Each one of you has your own superpower and your own super talents that the world needs. So go out there, shine your beautiful inner self. Take care. May shift happens. Thank you so much for tuning in to Shift Happens. Please join host Karen Weary, Ida Serena Lee, and Jessica Durrell for another edition of our program next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We wish you continued success as you discover the true you.